Well, so much for our 10 seconds of silence. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by Dear Dad and a bunch of bonky dogs. Bonky is right. Hi. How's it going, Dear Dad? It's going all right. Better for me. I had an easier day than you did. Well, I did a lot of sitting today. Driving, driving. counts. So this is the Thursday update on the Manchego I visit. We left at like 7.15 this morning for Miami. We got there right on time. Uh, and we got home at like 7.30 tonight. They were done with him, really done with him at like 4. They said 3, but I got to leave at 4. So, yeah, the news is not, hey, he's getting his surgery next Thursday. So it's just too bad. That's the news I wanted. Um, it's more complicated. It's, it's pretty complicated. It, I think it essentially comes down to we don't know. Uh, so we got there at like 1045 when we were supposed to. They brought him in and they're like the, you know, the doctor is right between procedures. So she's going to look at him right now. And so just hang out. It's it's drop off, right? Like COVID vet stuff. So just hang out in the parking lot. And so she did her exam and called me and she's like, so, you know, generally I'm really worried about whether or not, you know, he's in kind of physical shape to survive anesthesia because it's like a two hour operation. It's a big, long thing. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, they scheduled him for a dental at the vet and that requires general anesthesia. So they obviously think he's good enough for that. She's like, well, that's good because he does need a dental. And then after he gets, like, he can't have a dental after the eye surgery because you can't do anything that's going to get bacteria near the face for, like, months after the surgery. Um, so, hey. Oh, sorry, everybody. I'm going to have to cut that out in post. Dogs are trying to play a game of we run around the table while house, we podcast. But they have to be under the table get while out, we're podcasting. Get out of here. Get out of here. Like it's, no, it's, no. Get out, get out. The same 10 square feet that you yeah. and I are in is where they have to wrestle. Oh, my God. We may have to, you know, put one of them in the bed or something. <sighs> it's been a very frustrating day. Get, get, uh, okay. Oh, hang on a second. Okay. I locked Voodoo and Guac out on the porch, so now they're not going to cause us any difficulties. They can enjoy each other's company out there <sighs> okay. in the dark. <laughs> it's, all the inside lights are shining out. They're there. totally fine. Okay, so uh, she was worried that he wouldn't survive the surgery. I was like, okay, so, but he's going to have a dental. And she's like, okay, well, good. Like, he needs to get that dental before this because he can't have it after. And then he has to go on two weeks of antibiotics after the dental and then before he can have the eye surgery. And I was like, your people told me we could do it next week if he was a candidate. And she's like, oh, that's not happening. I was irritated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not at her, uh, but just like, the, the front desk being like, oh, this is no problem, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I had pictured it as a much more routine thing. Like, maybe it's because I had LASIK or something. I thought this was more non-controversial, the eye surgery, right? This sounds very elaborate, and they have to be very careful afterwards. And it's, oh, yeah, it's no, it's a big thing. Serious, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so... And she was a little hard to talk to. I mean, her information was great, but she just kind of kept talking, and I'd be like, but and then she'd just keep talking. It's not, uh, not easier if you're not in the room with her. No, it's a, it's a difficulty of doing it over the phone. And so I'm like, okay, so we'll schedule this dental, 
and like it was scheduled for the 30th and then I managed to get it scheduled for the 22nd maybe something else will open up but it's just like all the vets seem to be really backed up so that would be the soonest it could be done but she's like I'm also really worried about a few other things one is that his abdomen feels in it looks enlarged and it absolutely does like I have noticed that she's like it looks enlarged I also had sort of a hard time hearing his heart and so she didn't explicitly say it but she's pretty worried that he has an abdominal mass which could be something like a hemangiosarcoma she's like has he had an abdominal ultrasound and I'm like nope she's like well he needs an abdominal ultrasound and an x-ray before I'll do anything so I mean I had been looking at him going like man his tum looks kind of big it's not good so maybe he just has a big looking tum um but maybe not so in any case we got to do that to I mean, obviously, we don't want to get him eye surgery if he has a hemangiosarcoma, which he totally could at 13. So it's good to get that checked out. The rescue has approved paying for that, so we just have to get that scheduled, which they were trying to do today. Um, it's 9 o'clock now, so I guess... I mean, they weren't trying to do it today, but right. I called I called our local vet, and they were going to try to get it scheduled today. So maybe tomorrow. Um, yeah, so we have to get the abdominal ultrasound and a chest x-ray. And then if that works out okay, then we have to do the dental. And then two weeks of antibiotics. And then they will see him to see if he's a good candidate. Because he also has dry eye, which is not just like his eyes are sort of dry, but his tear production is too low. So they put him on new eye drops for that and increased the existing eye drops that he was on. And so he also needs to be on those for like four weeks. And so basically once we do all of that, then we can bring him back up kind of at the beginning of May and see if the dry eye is resolved and if everything else is okay, then maybe he could have the surgery that day. But the vet, she talked to me, I mean, she spent a lot of time with me both in the first conversation right after she looked at him and then at the end of the day because they had done an eye ultrasound and then some other test which came out pretty much fine kind of one eye had a previous injury and she said that eye is not a good candidate for this because there's basically adhesion between the cornea and the lens and so that they won't do that eye so they would just do the other eye they just do one um and like those tests came out okay but she's like look he he has some neurologic deficits so the way you test that in a dog is that if you take pick up their paw and you put it so the top of the paw is on the ground right so it's like upside down like roll it forward right yeah then you wait to see if they pick it up and put it so the pads are on the floor like flip it the right way uh and this is i mean they do this with, if you watch it your vet they do this even if they don't tell you that they're doing it it's a really common test for neurological function and I knew that he wasn't good at this it takes him a while to get his paws turned over and apparently it's all of them like I had noticed it in the back his previous records had noted it in the back which could be if you have like arthritis in the spine like St. Patrick did your back legs don't work right but he apparently has it in the front too which is not a great thing because it means it's not the spine yeah um She's like, he also has a little bit of a head tilt, which he does sometimes. Not like Queso and Jasmine, but it, he could have like some really mild vestibular symptoms. He could have a whole bunch of other things that could be causing the problem. And so in talking with her, she's she seems unsure 
if he's a good candidate for this surgery, partially because of all the health conditions and comorbidities. And I mean, I guess it's all sort of related to that. But the question is like, is it worth putting him through this surgery where, you know, the recovery is very long. Um, so if he had the surgery, he would have it on a Thursday. We would have a follow-up visit on Friday and then the next Friday. And then two weeks after that and three weeks after that, there's a lot of aftercare. He has to be in a cone, I think, for three weeks. And these are all in Miami. There's these, these can't be followed up locally, no. right? You, you no, know, he has to go up there. Yeah. Um, and pretty extensive testing and monitoring in each of these follow-up visits. It's not just like, oh, yeah, he looks good. Like, they test pressures. They do all kinds of fancy stuff. Um, yeah, and then he has to be in the cone for three weeks. You know, there's real oh. complications risk if they're not healthy they can get glaucoma which is like super painful and also will make them blind and then you may have to get their eye removed so that's not good like that doesn't get you anything and we're worse off yeah and she's like you know we just if the goal is to make his quality of life for whatever time he has left as good as possible we really want to make sure that this is going to pay off um, you know, which is the conversation we have about a lot of stuff with these old dogs. You know, we got Kesa when she was 13, and she lived two and a half more years, yeah. right? So two and yeah. a half years of being able to see is great, but you really want to check him out because 13 is past the expiration date for a golden retriever. And uh, we were so we had our hopes up for Parmesan too with the mass surgery, and then she didn't. Uh, he didn't. No, I mean, we got a month, basically. Um, I mean, we probably gained a couple weeks. Right. And that was good. That was the right decision. Yeah, I don't think we made the wrong choice. But at the same time, like, in retrospect... Save him a day of surgery, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't feel at all bad about it. But, like, in retrospect, he maybe had a week or two left instead of a month left. Um, Yeah. And, you know, he definitely felt better for a couple weeks, but, you know, it's a big thing to have gone through. So in any case, you don't want to do something like this, which is has much more extensive aftercare, you know, a real Three risk of complications. Three weeks in a cone doesn't sound easy at all. No. For, for a dog who doesn't see. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, he may be seeing a little bit by then, but he still is going to have a hard time getting around, right? It's going to make it harder. With the, like, he won't know it's the cone. He'll be just banging into edges and door frames, right? Potentially. Yeah. yeah. So, um, in any case, so the answer is we sort of don't know. But we're, we've got a bunch of stuff to do before we decide. Yeah. So, we're going to do the ultrasound and the x-ray and the dental and the antibiotics. And then I think this ophthalmologist is going to be checking in with our vet down here. Like she called our vet today without my prompting and talked to her or maybe left her a message. Um, So, you know, I think she's going to be checking in, really trying to get a sense of all the stuff that we can check to determine if he really should get it or not. Um, And they're not bad things to check, right? I mean, we kind of, there's not a, it's not terrible to know if he has a mass or not. I mean, we should definitely know. Like, yeah. I was thinking it, you know, a couple of days ago, like, maybe we should get a little ultrasound on that just to check it out. So, you know, this is a thing that I would have wanted to do anyway. Um, yeah. It's sort of like good and bad that she thinks so, too, because it means yeah. it's not just me going like, man, it's, Tom looks a little bit big. <laughs> she thinks so, too. Yeah. Uh, and she knows better than me. Uh, at the same time, 
you know, it confirms like it's a thing to do and I'm not carrying my personal hypochondria over to the dogs. Yeah, I like to, I want to think that it hasn't gotten worse because I've been picking him up to put him in the cart and stuff, right? And I haven't noticed that it's, it's different now than it was two weeks ago. Yeah, and it's, I mean, there's a lot of times where I look at the dogs and I'm like, man, like, <laughs> <laughs> they were laying on their side. I was like, yeah. it looks like it's sticking out your tongue there. But then, I mean, I've noticed that like in Brody, he had an abdominal ultrasound and I was like, my mm, tongue looks kind of big, but like they literally looked at it a week ago. Yeah, no, he just sucks, sucks it in when he walks around <laughs> and then when he's lying and relaxed, it blobs out a little Don't bit. we all? He's just human. I mean, dog. He's just dog. <laughs> so, um, so is that Boots? They're having fun. Oh. They're beating on each other. He's I, not barking at occasionally me. Occasionally I'll see the King Kong Godzilla battle scene out there. It's fine. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you know, I. it's a little unclear, like, what exactly she'll be making her decision based on in totality. We definitely know things that would make her decide not to do the surgery. Um, but it's unclear if, you know... He does a fine job with the x-ray and the ultrasound and the dental and the antibiotics and all the tests come back fine. It's still a little unclear if she thinks he will be a good candidate or not. Um, and I suspect that's going to be some talking to Arved and like looking at the neurological issues and, and whatever else is there and trying to get an idea of what the rest of his lifespan looks like, you know. Because while Queso was in bad shape when she got to us, she didn't have the problems that he does. So, uh, yeah, we'll see, I guess, basically what it comes down to. Yeah, it's more complicated than we thought a week ago. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm disappointed. Like, I obviously was super excited to just, like, oh, he's going to get this eye ultrasound, and then next week he'll have his surgery, and then it's going to be great. And so, you know, it was disappointing to be, like, uh, no, not for a month, and like maybe not then, and we're just gonna no. have to see. That was like but a bad Cliff Notes version of it. There's like the whole part in the middle that they that that is now there. You know, I think because when she talked to me the second time, she seems to have processed that. Cause, I mean, I wasn't a jerk about it, but because right. at some point in the first conversation, she's like, you know, so she was saying something about whatever. Uh, do you want me to talk you through that? And I said. Well, the information I was given before obviously wasn't correct, so maybe you should talk yeah. me through it. Uh, just to like make it clear, like you guys told me it was... And, yeah. and look, I mean, it's totally fine if it's more complicated. If they had said, you know, basically what they said is, if, you know, you'll bring him in, we'll do the ultrasound and whatever this other test is, and if he's a candidate, then we could do the surgery the next week. And they didn't say... But there will be many other things that will determine if he's a candidate. It sounded like, oh, if everything looks fine on this ultrasound and this other test, then then that makes him a candidate. Yeah. Um, so they they just kind of didn't explain to me that there were actually a you know a ton of really complex conditions that went into that, which is fine. Um, but, but I was like, you know, like we we made this appointment because of this thing. And so when she talked to me the second time, she she kind of had processed like, oh, like we basically told her that it was just this one thing. And, uh, you know, she's like, look, with some dogs, it is like that, like that you come in, you do the ultrasound and then if it looks good, we do the surgery. But, you know, he's got a ton of complicated stuff going on. And so that makes it a more complicated thing for us to figure out. 
Um, so it's not like they just were kind of wrong. They, with plenty of dogs, they would do it, do the test this week and do the surgery next week. And he's just. It's just unfortunate. Like lot. nobody's really doing anything wrong, and everything she's saying sounds. It's new. Jared, I'm sorry I cut you off. And also that you had to hear that clicking. I don't know. It's a, it's a stupid garage band thing. Uh, Vodes <laughs> went over to the bookshelf of cookbooks and grabbed one, chomped it, and pulled it off. And Which so is I, behind me, but in your field of vision. I yeah. didn't want to yell into the microphone at Vodes that it was, in fact, not Vodes Foods. And then I yelled at him, and he didn't care. He's like, I'm going to keep chomping. This. <laughs> I, had to, I had to get up and go stop him. He's When he gets bored, and he's getting bored more now, did you not entertain this dog at all today while I was gone? I gave him a book and I turned the TV on, but he, I don't think he got much <laughs> enrichment out of it. You know, it was like a lot of commercials. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. He, it didn't apparently tire him out as much. Anyway, that's the situation. So uh, we're gonna have many more Chegs updates to come with ultrasounds, and so send him no abdominal mass vibes. Yeah, send him good health vibes. Yeah. Uh, Jared, as you sort of, we maybe caught it as we were coming back in when I turned the record on. You have a bit of an agenda item. Yes. Changing I, subjects. I know. I'm mortified. I'm not really mortified, but I did. I repeated a German word of the week. I got to say, yesterday I was like, I'm pretty sure he's done this German word of you the week You were nice before. enough not to point it out at the time. You should have just told me. Um, but we got a, a, a message from the keeper of the wiki, <laughs> Destiny. Oh, is Destiny the keeper of the wiki? Yeah. Oh. Um, she, she keeps the German Word of the Week page. Yes. That's great. And so um, she pointed out that we said it, I said it, I think, in December. I mean, she knew, she probably knew exactly the date, but she was nice enough not to say that. <laughs> exactly this episode. Uh, so, a la Weltsgesicht, I'd used before. So, I'm going to amend it. Okay. And since this is an off beat, yeah. I'll, this will be the German Word of this week still. It's okay. I can still catch it. And then yeah. next week, I'll have a new one. So I'll, I'll say salami tactic. <laughs> All right, what's this? All right, now, did you check the wiki to see if you've done this one before? No, but I'm sure I haven't. Okay. What's a salami, a sal, yeah, salami tactic? <laughs> salami whammy. Salami is salami. Yeah. Uh, which actually is more like a pepperoni in German, in Germany. Yeah. Uh, tactic. So it's a... You, you what the hell is a pepperoni tactic? Yeah, I mean, you can't... It's Salami sort of a thick pepperoni. Like, it's a... It's a like kind of like a salami? Y- I think so. It's three <laughs> inches across, right? It's like a thick... I don't know what a salami exactly looks like. It looks kind of like what you just yeah. described. So you, it's really hard to steal a whole salami. Someone's going to notice. But if you steal, like, thin slices at a time, one slice at a time, soon you'll have a whole salami. <laughs> so it's stolen it all. It's like that Johnny Cash song, One Piece at a Time. Do you know that song? Yeah, no. I don't know the song. Oh, the chorus is like, it's a 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, 60, 60, automobile. It's about him working in like a GM factory and he's going to steal one piece at a time of the car but it takes him like 10 years to do it and so it's all these different he was using the salami tactic to steal a car to get to to steal a whole car apologies to the johnny cash song uh fans because i butchered that but it basically i know get the concept yeah yeah yeah, no it's it's a funny but it's it's also it, it it applies in negotiations it applies to to lots of things where you don't you don't try for the whole thing right away you just gotta keep going just teeny tiny steps teeny tiny steps and pretty soon you're Stolen the whole salami. Vuj. Hey, right, Guac's laying next to me under the table, and Vuj just walked under, opened his mouth, and put Guac's head in his mouth. I mean, we, 
they really are two kindred spirits in just nonsense. Oh I mean, we sh- we almost need to separate them like you separate knucklehead siblings. It is they have really have found each other, frickin' frack. D- individually, they're hard. Chompy. Together, they're a force <laughs> of nature. He's chomping guac's head. Stop it. Guac is not supposed to No, guac no, 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 deserves it sometimes. Guac <laughs> deserves it. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, there they go. Oh, boy. Boy, you guys are just, yeah. All right. We're going to have to stop before they pull the podcast equipment off the table. And eat it. Well, foods. Foods would eat it. All right, everyone. Well, we'll get you more updates as they come. Uh, sorry I don't have exciting surgery schedule no, news. No, it's like but very complicated, actually. Now I'm going like to have to figure out if I take my little vacation by myself without you which i said i was going to do you did kind of threaten promise that yeah, yes i don't know if i'm going to but you're you're totally i mean you know that would be great i would totally be in favor of it it's just you have to yes. drive all no the you way. would be supportive i know yeah i think it's i would you know i would send you little pictures and stuff I'd be like hope you're having a good time <laughs> Oh, my God, they're so crazy. All right. (laughs) It's been a long day, everyone. Uh, We'll keep you updated. We'll talk to you next week. Until then, don't bet anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah, yeah, wear a mask. Bye. Bye. Bye.